Happy New Year and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. Happy New Year! It's 2021. So much for listening to all of the Eurovision songs from 2020 in 2020. We got too bummed out about losing the episode and then it was New Year's Eve. So while recording the last episode, um, we suddenly, it suddenly the recording stopped and we didn't notice until it was too late. Um, which means that we listened to Chains on You, got a few jokes in, and then it cut out. That means you missed our jokes on Vasil's You for North Macedonia, uh, our hatred of Uno for Russia. I hate it so much! And most importantly, and perhaps uh, most regrettably, missed the moment that Mira finally was allowed to listen to smash hit Think About Things. Um, which you had been able to avoid for the entirety of 2020. Like I said, like, I don't listen to the radio that much, mm-hmm. only when I'm, like, at a store. And when I'm at a store, I don't really register the music that's playing, unless it's, like, Spice Girls for some reason. Um, I mean, we've, we've tried to be in stores less. Not as much. Yeah. For reasons obvious. But you gotta go... Buy food, you know, regrettably. Yes, it is true, though, that the supermarket that we uh, like going to is often playing Spice Girls. Just a lot of Spice Girls. Just be like, what? And not even, like, if you want to be my lover or anything, like, deep cut Spice Girls. It is usually to become one. Yeah, I mean... To Become One isn't that deep a cut, but, like, still, that's not the Spice Girls song no. you expect to hear. Uh, at this point, it is the Spice Girls song I expect to hear. And if I go to the store and I don't hear To Become One, I am disappointed. To Become One. Uh, but we hope you all had a nice New Year's Eve. Um, we sure had a nice day listening to the Eurovision Top 250. Turns out the... It was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I and did have a good time. Turns out we the... didn't do anything else. We did, yeah, I mean, what were we going to do? Uh, Sat around out? listening to music, which is, was a really nice day. Um, we happened to go outside at, you know, 20 past 8, which was 2020, uh, just as Mikhail Spock's Color of Your Life uh, entered the top 250 at spot 69. Um, so that was a beautiful moment. Extremely nice. Um, and it turns out that we have listened to the highest-ranked songs from 2020. That is to say, Think About Things and Fairo More, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Two great songs. Two great songs. Uh, two great songs that, if your vision had gone through, probably would have done even better, considering that that's usually... You know, it's usually like last year's Eurovision songs do really well in the top 250 because they're really fresh in people's minds. Uh, And it's been a weird year. Though I was glad to see a lot of 2020 songs still in there, of course. But this means that we still have a couple that we haven't listened to. A few of which made the list, a few of which did not. You did, like, sometimes just instantly mute the music. Yeah. Had to. Had to. Um, I did not mute the entry for Azerbaijan. Uh, that is to say, uh, Effendi's Cleopatra. Um, we are not in the mood to talk about Azerbaijan. 
considering, uh, you know, stuff that's been happening in uh, Nagorno-Karabakh. I'm like, I'd rather not. Um, but it's important to mention, though, because Cleopatra, the song that she sang, was actually initially offered to another country. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Azerbaijan just going with uh, what, what I assume was a reject um, or was withdrawn from its offering because Azerbaijan wanted it uh, because they felt like Azerbaijan would have a better shot than San Marino. Wow. Uh, so that song could have been a song for San Marino. Oh. Instead, uh, Senate, who is representing... San Marino, and has done so before with a song that is literally impossible for me to remember. What? Uh, she has represented San Marino before, but the song, I have heard it many times, and I forget it while it's happening. So I couldn't tell you what it's called. I couldn't tell you how, we, how like, can't. Uh, this song, on the other hand, we might remember. Um, so... Cleopatra made the, uh, the top 250, but Freaky, unfortunately, did not. So maybe that was a bad call on Senate's part. Uh, I mean, Cleopatra wasn't that good. <laughs> so let's go and listen to the song that uh, was eventually chosen for San Marino. This is Senate and Freaky. Freaky. Yeah, we wanna break all the rules and make up some new the world is right all of them too. Like, this rules has the exact same disco backing track as I didn't know. It's it's definitely in the same uh, wheelhouse, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, what do you want me to say about this? It's fantastic. Sparkle it up. Dressing in colors. Yeah. So freaky. I mean, that's freaky. It's, I mean, look at me. I'm freaky. Have you ever seen me without this stupid fucking hat? That's freaky. That's freaky. The, um, that is honestly one of my favorite things about this is just the... Um, extremely normal examples <laughs> she gives. She's like, okay, some people think our love is freaky. We dance around. In the in park. In the park late at night. Oh, so, <laughs> so weird. Drinking uh, on rooftops. We drink on the rooftops. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> no one's ever been to a rooftop party before. We're so freaky. We're so freaky. It's it's cute in that it genuinely sounds like a really basic person's idea of... <laughs> of, of freakiness, but then also... It might be like a meta commentary because she is like making out with... Oh, yeah. Genderqueer people and women in the video, so it's like, aren't all of these things freaky as opposed to what I'm doing in this video, which is completely normal? Just wanted to say um, that with the with the image that she's sort of presenting in this, um, there's a lyric in Cleopatra that makes a lot of sense for her, uh, which is, Cleopatra was a queen like me, straight or gay or in between. Hell yeah. And, like, that's really cool. That feels like that made a lot more sense for Senate to sing. But, you know. Hey, but, uh, you know. Uh, and I just don't like those optics. 
Um, because of the LGBT rights. Not, you know, not that being straight or gay or in between is freaky, but it fits more with the image of, like, some people think our love is freaky, but it's just, it's just how we are, right? So, like, she's not, she would, I don't think she was uh, afraid to specifically say no, something. No, I, I also don't I think I just that... think this song was written to be extremely, like, tame. Yeah, but I I genuinely love that. I really think that all the queer people should just go to San Marino for Eurovision every year. <laughs> I I yeah, I don't I don't know what the uh, For like a big yeah, what San the Marino vibes there are, but like seems like a fun nice place to be. Seems like a cool place to be where you can just say na 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 and be freaky. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's the role that San Marino's taken in Eurovision, right? Just being a yeah, just being, being a, like being good. a funny, cool, chill place. <laughs> just being a cool, chill place with music that isn't like the best, but is consistently fun. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. <laughs> no, what it's... was a fucking um the most the most recent non Serhat. Songs from San Marino. I have to assume that was Valentina Moneta. Yeah, Valentina Moneta and Jimmy... Uh, and Jimmy. Hmm. Jimmy... Jimmy... Wilson. What was the song again? Because it was also just... Spirit of the Night. Fucking Spirit of the Night! Like, consistently mm-hmm. fun oh, party no doubt, songs no that you can just have a fun party to. Yeah. Like, not trying to be like hot dance numbers or whatever, but really just fun party songs for parties. <laughs> Isn't that just fantastic? It is, it is, it they're is. Not, they're never gonna win with this strategy, but like... One day. One day they'll win we'll, and we'll it will be, be... surprised. And it will be the best Eurovision that ever was. Mark my words. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know if it's at all possible, but yes. Like, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, some, sometimes you just gotta get real, real freaky. Um, speaking of winning Eurovision, San Marino's the only uh, country in this episode that has never won Eurovision, I just realized. The other three are all countries that have won before. How, how many countries in Eurovision have never won Eurovision? I, do you want me to do the math real quick? I, yeah, just I, do the math real quick. Um, I'll talk about the outfits that I really liked in this video. I really loved um, the Love is Love one. sweater with yeah, the nice. like big African oh, skirt. Know. That looked really cool. I love the fucking braid spider crown. Like, how? That was so unique and, like, creepy, but in a really cool way. Um, I mean, orange jumpsuit. eh, Not always into it, but I like the embroidery on that. Um, I I love the fact that... Yugoslavia counts, and a lot of them are... It's hard if we're counting Yugoslavia, because then I have to remember who was part of Yugoslavia. And that is from Before I Was Born. You don't have to count Yugoslavia. No, it's what I'm saying is I don't know which countries were part of Yugoslavia from the top of my head because that's from before I was born. I don't have... Former Yugoslav Republic. Well, no, Macedonia, obviously. Macedonia? That's the only one that I'm definitely 100% sure of. Okay. Because that one was literally called the former Yugoslavian Republic, Republic of, of Macedonia. Macedonia. Now it's called North Macedonia. Um, anyway, lots of countries that haven't won before, you know. Um, but someone will have their spot in the sun at some point. They're all, you know... 
Uh, I think Malta's probably the one that has been waiting for a victory for the longest time. Like, has been in the contest without winning for the longest time. I think our most recent addition is Australia, you know, but that still is a country that hasn't won before. But yeah. some of them just haven't been in it that long. Iceland. Um, speaking of winning Eurovision, mm -hmm. I, I have to give a quick Jedward update. Oh, right, yes. Because they have... Jep date. Jep date? Okay. Jep date. Um, so they have tweeted out that they have sent in submissions yeah. for, uh, to represent Ireland in 2021, mm -hmm. and they're really excited about that. But they tweeted that out yesterday. It has already been established Yeah, that Leslie knowledge is for... returning. Yes. <laughs> This this was established a couple of weeks or a month ago or something like con confirmed, confirmed Leslie Roy is returning back. for Ireland. So I'm loving that for Jedward. I <laughs> Maybe they sent in a song for Leslie Roy to sing. That's possible. I would love I maybe I they, just Maybe want they'd them, like to collaborate. I just want them to be involved in the Eurovision process. Well, maybe they could do it in, in 20 22 when uh, it's on Irish uh, homeland after Leslie Roy wins. Who knows? Oh my god, yes. No, what if Leslie Roy wins and they host? Yes. And they host the contest? Wouldn't... Oh. Yeah, they'd be great at that. Yes! They'd just be jumping around, doing flips, hosting the contest. It would be awesome. It would be, dare I say it, Jepic. It would be Jepic. It would be so Jepic. Anyway, that was my my Jedward update. My Je Je Jep Um Great, great. Um, this episode is one that I'm calling. Maybe she snapped. Maybe because maybe we snapped. Maybe we snapped after our recording cut out. Um, maybe we need. Uh, maybe we need some fucking sick energy to get us back into this. Uh, sick energy to start off the new year with. Um, because baby, we are all still breathing. Okay. Ooh. It sounds uh, like that's the title of a song that's coming out. Exactly. Coming all the way from Latvia. Uh, this is a uh, contestant who has, you know, tried to represent Latvia before, uh, but this is the first time that she won the national final. Uh, this is Samantha Tina. Samantha Tina. With her song, Still Breathing. Okay. attention to the song because Insane. the video is a feminist masterpiece yes yeah. so is the song so is the song i think from what i caught of it but just like being shackled to a dumbbell yeah being shackled to like taking care of your body and only eating little pieces of mm -hmm. carrot and just having to be really happy about that and cleaning and feeling potatoes and then having a row of Girl children, yeah, reading just is like the anxiety of an older generation of women now seeing um equality being very like 
promoted among young white girls. Uh, yeah. And being really happy about that, but still being shackled to the old ways of non-equality and still having in your brain those entrenched sure, yeah. anxieties about w- womanhood that you're now noticing the younger generation no longer has or doesn't have in as much of an extent. And or being... you're trying to at least limit, because I don't think it's, I don't, you know, I don't think there's a way to yeah, and say just... that it's fully, oh, no, we got rid of that. No, we got rid of that. <laughs> no. no, absolutely not. It's still part of the system, but it's very much, you you see young girls, like, fucking educating themselves and being No, yeah, there's and... a huge push on, like, STEM and getting girls into reading and uh, learning and studying. And there already was in my generation, in my generation when I was sure, a little yeah, yeah. girl, but like seeing what's happening now is so cool. But you are just like, I'm not as smart as these girls are going to be. Yeah. Okay. But then, then it's. And, and I've, I've learned. I know, but then that's I'm... another thing that is expected then that is also another thing like, that is expected you can't of a expect girl. young girls now to all be into science instead you know like that's not that's not the realistic kind of expectation either and and you do you do have that and it's not stinking like, oh, it's little that stinking you're little feeling now. in the back of your head of like well someone still needs to peel the potatoes someone sure. still needs to take care of the children and clean the house and like someone still needs to yeah, do those that. Those things aren't shameful. Those things aren't bad things. Those things aren't bad things, and the fact that we're telling girls that they don't need to do that anymore makes it makes me feel ashamed that I've been dieting and and like <laughs> and cleaning the house and peeling the potatoes. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I- instead of thinking like, oh no, it, it's a good thing that now everyone is expected to do those things. Yeah, there's just a lot of... Not that... Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just think they're... You know, some things need to happen. And that, regardless of whether they're coded as feminine acts or feminine, uh, you know, uh, things to do. And we're part of that weird generation that's like... The progressive people of the previous generation... Of the generation that raised us... Sure, yeah. Uh, already gave gave us those values so that, you know, you and I have a pretty good go of, you know... I'd like to think so. Exchange, like, yeah. doing the chores in the house. Like, we we have a pretty because good balance in that. Because housework isn't something for the woman. It's, it's just not like, like this I'm is a the place where who... you live. Yeah, exactly. I live here. I want it to be nice. But then you um, see, I like... I can participate in that. But then you also see friends our age, like, other people our age that do still... That do still have, have some more, I don't want to say classical gender norms because they were established also not like at the dawn of time. These are things that grew in certain generations. Yeah. Um, but more of those, I don't know what the right word is. You, know, you Like that's the thing. What is, what is the right word to describe those kinds of gender expectations? Because I don't think they are classical. They uh... are not hearkening back to <laughs> yeah the the greeks like they're not classical in that sense but they are very and i don't think archaic is right either it's just like 
neoliberal. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how some people still have those expectations to some extent. While you, yeah, while you were growing up, you're like, well, my my immediate friend group doesn't seem to have that, and I don't seem to feel that like pressure from you know the man I've chosen to spend my life with. Mm-hmm. But like, I see friends who are. Like, well, if I don't do it, it won't get done because he refuses to do it because he thinks I should do it. And I'm like, ah, no, but he also lives there. Yeah. But he also, that's also his child. I mean, just generally, if you're in a relationship, regardless of whatever the gender makeup of it is, you want to share the load to as... Equal of an, of an, uh, yeah, as equal as it's possible. And that can include, like, the burden of working and the burden of housework and trying to figure out how those relate. If you have, you know, the, the more old school dynamic of a housewife and a working husband, then, like, there are certain different expectations. Yeah, and and thing- I don't think that's weird. Necessarily saying like, oh, man bad because he doesn't do as much housework even though he's like the only one working. And that because I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not fair. But also this this woman in that relationship is still working on the house. Like that is a full time yeah, and is she, and is she the, expected yeah. to be the, the housewife? Does she feel free to, you know, pursue right, her like passions exactly. is, in is employment? That, or does she is not? Is she limited by that? Or is she limited by her house? Because, you know, yeah. that's yeah. really interesting. And it's, it's also interesting because in our relationship right now, I don't have a job right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not employed and I feel like I should should be for, you know, my own. Well, you want to you wanna work. I want to keep myself but fucking it's been, busy. It's been a bit of a tough time to get, uh, you know, the creative work that we, the creative field, in the, in the field that you work in. So yeah. <laughs> that's just not been just, happening as much. As, yeah, if you work freelance mm-hmm. and then if there's no work, you don't have a job. I mean, the assignments have to happen, and, you know, culture and uh, the, the uh, film and TV industry is, is, a, little, is a little slowed down. All, all that to say, like, every single house situation is obviously different, but there are different ways in which you can share the workload that should not default to you are a woman, so you take care of house, yeah. man make money. Like, it should that's also, not the, that should not be the expectation. It should also not be an expectation for there to be one house manager. Sure, yeah. One no, person exactly. who, like, keeps track of what chores need doing, because that's also a job. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, Emotional labor. The emotional labor. I guess that's not exactly what that term no, means. No, not really. But to some extent, it is... It, it, to some extent, it is, though, because you have to also be careful about how you approach the subject of, will you do some chores for me? Like, it's like, you know, if you're the house manager and the one who takes care of the house, but you're asking someone else to do a job, that's also, like, kind of putting yourself out there vulnerably as, like... you don't want to be the nagging I don't, spouse. I don't want to be... I don't, yeah, I don't want to be annoying. I know that I'm, like, the one who takes care of the house, 
but will you do this? It's like it's it's like you're oh you have to ask something when that should just kind of be expected. I know I'm not saying this in the most elegant or eloquent way, but you know it's it's if you're not coming at it from a point of equality, then like your relationship's fucked. Get a divorce. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I was was gonna say like we've been reading a lot. I think everyone has been reading a lot of these "Am I the asshole?" posts on Reddit, and the amount. Mm-hmm. Of ones that are like, we just had a baby, mm. and my husband yeah. lost his job, and then he bought a PS5, and I haven't heard from him in weeks. And he hasn't done anything, and I'm the only one who, like, full, still has a full time job. It's always these women who also just work. And he's just like, oh, but I'm depressed because I don't have a job anymore. But we do have, like, a baby. <laughs> like, you actually do have a job, my guy. The fucking idea, and this is just something I've always hated, of women saying that their uh, husbands who, who are the father of their child are babysitting. Absolutely. Have you, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? No, like, no, no. I've heard this. Oh, my, husband, my husband's babysitting the kid? No, he's not. He's taking care of the kid. It's his kid. He's not babysitting it. Unless you're paying him... Six dollars an hour or whatever <laughs> to sit around and watch TV. He's not babysitting. Exactly. It's 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 wild. I think unless you're paying him to eat your chips, he's not <laughs> babysitting. Like those are all things that enrage me very much. And I love that we're just talking about sexism now. So I have to give the most. The best example, I real-life example I have of, like, in-house gender hierarchy. Okay. And it's when I was taking a sewing class. And I was taking yeah. that sewing class when we were first moving into our, yes. our first new yes. apartment. And um, your mom had, like, made labels to put on our doorbell with right. our last yes. names yes. on it. And I was just, it was coming up in in very boring conversation, but like, I was just saying like, oh yeah, and it says my last name, your last name. And like, every single one of the women, some of whom were my age, every single one of them was like, wait, why is your name first? And I was like, because it's... Because it starts with a G and his starts with a W? What? And, like, no, no joke. No one was on my side in this. They were all like, oh, my my boyfriend would never allow, like, my name to be first in the order. Okay, well, I'm you're... like, what if his name starts with a Z and your name starts with an A? I'm like, no, his name needs to be first. It's part of, like, being a man. And I'm like, no, but it's... He's weak, is what you're but saying? But it's alphabetically wrong. <laughs> what are you... His... No, way! what are you talking about? And they were all like, no, this is important somehow. Like, somehow this matters to him. Yeah. It's... And it I just drove don't... me I don't get it. insane. Like, I was completely silent for the rest of the class because I was just, like, trying to make sense of it in my head head like if my name starts with a g and yours starts with a w then my name should come first on our letterbox right yeah no it's it's like so you're telling me 
your husband is not <laughs> autistic. Uh, so you're telling me <laughs> your husband doesn't isn't like practical because not being practical is the worst thing you can be. Seems yeah. like a, an unmasculine thing. Like that's one where I can be like, oh, you're not practical. That's probably kind of unmasculine. Um, your, but that they were just all. Sense, but they all said this. Your sense of uh, masculinity is really tangled up in your name being first. That seems kind of fragile, bro. That seems like you're kind of unmasculine. It's so embarrassing. It seems to kind think of that's embarrassing important. to get hung up on that. And I keep thinking about it. This was years, like this was like three or four years ago, and I think about it at least once a week. <laughs> to be fair, I think I also said, "Now, of course, I want my name to be last. That means it leaves a longer impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing you hear." Yeah. Oh. And like, but it's like when we use our first name, yeah. it's your name first and my name it's last. Not. It is when you write our names on something. When I write my names on something, I think your name goes last. No, no, no. No, no. No, on our Christmas gifts, we were writing our names, our first names, and we wrote them in a different order. No, that's because the gifts to your family have to come from you first. Why? Because it's your family. No, but I didn't write... You didn't write Van Mira in your room. I think I did. I think I would. I don't... Because I'm the last name. It's the last impression that is left by reading it. You mm. start at, you, you know, it's first word, which is the name of the person getting it, and ends with from Mira and Yerun, because that makes you go, Yerun, there you go. That's, my, that's my son. That's my son. <laughs> that's my brother. There he, I, maybe this is my brain, but as a man, I think it's very important that my name <laughs> comes last. Anyway, <laughs> this song... Um, isn't very good. <laughs> it, this song is a mess. I've already forgotten how it goes because we were talking about uh, stuff. Uh, that's fine. Uh, this song triggered a conversation, which is what what the podcast is all about. Um, I mean, you know, what 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 what, is, what about the song? It's it's a bit of a mess, yeah. Um, but she she snaps, you know. So she did snap on it. So that's that was the point. I truly don't remember how this song goes at all. I do just want to real quick say like. I love the little girls in this video mm -hmm. because they're clearly like just a local little girl dance. Possibly, group. yeah. Because they're <laughs> the first shot that they're in where they all like have to look around at the camera at the same time. One of the girls looks at the wrong camera and like is like, <laughs> is, like embarrassedly laughing when she goes to the right camera, like, aha, oops. And I'm like, that's the take you used? You they, didn't let them do it again? Every single shot of them, they are lip syncing out of sync. They are nodding their heads to the beat out of sync. It's incredible. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, yeah, these. The, it's the new generation of girls. Like, they know how to read, but do, do they know how to be graceful? No, they don't have to be. It's like, well, sorry, can't expect them to dance. They're in STEM. <laughs> They're engineers, They're not engineers, dancers. not dancers. God. Anyway, I just want to say that I think Billie Eilish is a great role model for You're young saying girls. this again? I'm just saying this again. I just, I really admire her. Uh, speaking of great role models. Uh -uh. <laughs> uh, our next song is coming to us from Serbia. Serbia. Serbia is being represented by the girl ensemble Hurricane. 
What is this? A John Green novel? What? In um the John Green novel Okay, I'm listening. Um what was the one with like the super fucking crazy girl who gives a blowjob to a tube of toothpaste? I don't think I've read that one. Um Looking for Alaska, is that I think. Looking for Alaska? I think it's looking for Alaska. No. In it, he describes her as a hurricane, and I remember really liking that quote as a teen girl who then meant John Green. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that wasn't funny. That wasn't anything. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. That it's personal good. personal experiences. Um, let's personally experience this song. Uh, one of the three members of Hurricane has been to Eurovision before, uh, is Sanja Vucic, who represented Serbia with the song Goodbye. Hell yeah! Yes? Yeah! Yes? Okay, well maybe she snapped on this one. She uh, snapped on Goodbye! Because this one is Hasta La Vista. <laughs> Catch her next year with Adios! <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she is actually returning in uh, 2021 with Au Revoir. <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. Sayonara. Um, thinking about... Okay, you can you can choose on this one. Do you want to see the music video or do you want to see the live performance? The, the, uh, I love music videos. Yeah, okay. I feel like I don't... I haven't been seeing a lot of music vi- good music videos lately. I think we also just get more to talk about with the music video, probably. I've just always loved music videos. Okay, so uh, without further adio... Uh, this is for Serbia, Hurricane, and Hasta la Vista. K-pop girl group did they steal this one from? <laughs> this is fully original, baby. This is Hurricane and Hasta La Vista. I don't know what you want me to say. What is this then? S-pop? Serbian pop? Sure. Serbian pop. Uh, or slut group. pop is also... Slut pop. <laughs> I will also accept that. This is a great slutty banger. I mean... I mean, what else are you going to call this? Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Like, love it for them. Right. Yes. Yes. They seem to be having a great time mm-hmm. with these hot men in front of their mirror, getting getting ready to seduce men in uh, neon lit rooms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, live your life the way you want, baby. This it's. I'm sorry, it's just so K-pop. Okay, but that's like you know that's kind of happening. That's sort of like a a style and a vibe that's been breaking into, you know, the mainstream more. K-pop is K-popular. It really is. And as a a very energetic group, I understand matching that sort of energy. I can see why you would, like, make a comparison. Because they all have, like, their separate rooms that they're in, and then the camera cuts to them for their verse. This is just a a girl group thing. No, I know. To but me, it's... that has just always been what like ensemble groups do. True. It's it's just a very loud beat that makes me think of. You say that, but I'm like, I feel like this could have been louder. I feel like this didn't. I feel like we didn't get the full experience because this wasn't fucking deafening enough when we listened to it just now. 
It's true. It could have been more of an absolute disaster. <laughs> no, I'm saying the song itself is aggressively loud, and I love it. Um, but I, th- just now listening to it, mm. the bass on these speakers is not loud enough to give this song like its proper due. This slaps severely. It does slap. This destroys. This... I mean, these are cock destroyers. This is awesome. I want to watch them, like, go by Wonder Bread. You know? <laughs> if you don't know what that reference is... is I, I still don't understand. You've explained this to me, like, a million times. But please, please, go I'm, off. I'm go not going to explain it. I'm not going to explain it. Just you can't? I can't. I can't explain it in a way that is as funny as experiencing the revelations of this reference firsthand. Just just Google woman buying Wonder Bread fetish. <laughs> yeah. And like your a whole new world will open to you. I mean, like certainly. They also kind of look like different stages of the bimboification. I'm <laughs> 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 truly No, this does slap. This is great. I'm getting kind of like tired of the Wah, 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 <laughs> the, the sound. Yes, because it was just perfected. Exactly. Like, you can't go anywhere from... Like, I heard this and I'm like, cool, I have heard all songs ever. This is the last song I need to hear. It's not true. What, what this is missing, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm really angry about, but which I'm really happy about, the live performance improves on this in a very, very important way. Let's watch it. And I feel like you have to experience I the last to. chorus in the live version. Oh my god. Because... Do they add a fourth girl? <laughs> no. Aw. Uh, the sound uh, gets way more layered. Oh boy. Just a quick revisit of uh, Hostel of Vista by Hurricane, but live now. <laughs> Gun. Adding gun. <laughs> How Need more <clears throat> gun? Exactly. I listen to this on Spotify every day, and I'm like, "Where's the gun?" I fully need a gun. You. It's true though, right? This is improved tremendously by the addition of gun. Absolutely. I want to make a fan cam of them, like, but then Photoshop them holding guns to. To the camera. It's just the it, the aggression of it is heightened so much that it's just like put me in my place. This is exactly where you need to have me. Gun to my head. Gun to my Kill head. Kill me. Step on me. It I really, am weak. It really is the vibe of Serbian women in your neighborhood want to fuck, <laughs> and you cannot stop them. <laughs> you cannot stop them. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Hostel of Visa, baby. The power. I know. Uh, this is... This is, um... Devastating. You are so red, right? 
I know, this is just, nothing makes me more excited than the gunshots. Like, I genuinely have no earthly way of expressing how much I adore the fact that there are guns in the final chorus. Like, it just, that that second chorus has like one gunshot in it, and I'm like, whoa. Did someone just die backstage? And then in that last one, they get like the armies of clones <laughs> dancing in the background, which is just a sickening visual. And then that is added on with like gunshots, them marching in place. And it's like, they are coming to my house to crush me. And I am like getting, I'm, I'm getting ready. <laughs> Talked up on Wonder Bread. Oh no! Is this what you want me to be for you, honey? Because I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah, the ultimate bimbofication sees you turning into a hurricane. Hurricane with the mirror outfits and a gun. Ooh, the mirrored pants are also a choice. <laughs> it's just the best thing I can say about it's this. The is, it's the most nudity I've seen. On stage in 15 years. They're not even that nude. They're not even that nude. And still, it's like, this is an early 2000s level of nudity. Yes, there is something extremely suggestive, I think, just about the placement of the mirrors. Why am I lifting? I don't know, because you're so horny. I'm drooling is what's <laughs> happening. You, It's... It's like... You don't have to... <laughs> no, it's like... Justify yourself. It, no, no, no. Because it's like... Ostensibly, it's not attractive to be this forward and to be this slutty, you know? But then on another level, it's like so powerfully owning that, that yes, that is that is attractive again. You know? Yeah. I know I'm supposed to be like smarter than this. No, on a very primal level, it is just like hot but it is it it, it, when someone is so like powerful in trying to be sexy it is it is it is the aggression it is the powerful aggressiveness aggressively sexual that like this is the future leftists want honestly yes (laughs) sign me up shoot me um it's it's those like those political cartoons from the far right, that's like this is what it was will look like when the feminists take over, mm-hmm. and it's just BDSM. Don't threaten me with a good time. And it really is just yeah, you're you're threatening me with someone that I actively want to see. So but also, also, you have access to those visuals in order to draw all that. Like <laughs> yeah. when they make like a Photoshop with Alexandria Ocasio Ortiz's face. On like a dominatrix, I'm like, well, you have to like look up nowhere to find yeah. that picture, right? Like, it's always very specific. You had that, I'm like, no, no, no. In your this is the future that you want, but you're a little bit terrified by, but like in a sexual way. In a very sexual um, way. I will just come out and say I'm explicitly terrified by this, and it turns me on. Um, <laughs> it's just so good. Like, it's just so. It's so good. It is so. It is a level of sex that is so early two thousand. The thing about it's the, so yes. Mission Impossible two with Fanny Newton. That's the thing. It's not sexy. It's sex. It's sex. That's the difference between it's not sexy erotic, and sexual. It's not sexy. It, this is 
fuck. I think that's why that's why this goes around to working again for me because somehow this bypasses the male gaze. It bypasses the male gaze because they're showing themselves as this. This song is so like aggressive and complicated that I can't imagine anyone but them themselves being like, "No, we want to destroy everyone with our powerful sexuality." It's 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 got to be. You have to imagine that there is yeah. I mean, that's the fantasy that they're pre- presenting. And I'll and it buy into like... it. Like I'll buy into the fantasy and the 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 powerful ownership of this that that puts them <laughs> into this as auteurs. It's um, like Christina Aguilera's Lara's dirty where yeah. you're just like I'm pretty sure Does they... she want to do this? I am pretty sure if they she did. Does, I'm that's pretty sure hot. they did write this themselves though. It is like the the bimboification comic <laughs> yes. But then instead of a book, like reversed, and instead of a book, she picks up a gun. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista, baby. I love it. This is like, I cannot be this no, as a person. But I, that's the but thing. Like, I don't want people to be this. But just the fact that they are is so otherworldly. <laughs> It is like the fembots from Austin Powers. Yeah. That's it. They're just like, fuck, yes. (laughs) Yeah, there is something otherworldly about it. Something, I don't want to say inhuman, because I don't want to be like, oh, they're objectification. The fembots are literal objects. They're not actual women. Like, these are very much actual women. Women who chose to present themselves as this. And that's like insanely cool and hot of them (laughs) i want them to win i want them to win eurovision (laughs) uh let's see if they win eurovision in 2021 when we'll be getting a new hurricane track yes please more nudity like please like play it up more gun um yeah so they're coming out we have the feminist thesis and then we immediately devolved into woman hot bimbo please yes wonder bread (laughs) destroy me uh, so these women are, these local women in your area are coming to destroy you. Uh, next up, let's move to uh, women in Ukraine who are advised by their mother to stay home. Uh, it's a pandemic. Exactly. This is Goe and Solove. Oh, I thought you said go away in a weird accent. This is Goe and Solove. <laughs> trying to ha- just have like a casual relationship but if my mom finds out she's gonna be like no you have to like get married yeah i'm just trying to fuck <laughs> sure i mean this rules yeah. this is the genre that i love the most i was i was just about to, i was waiting for this i was like well tell me that you love it come on <laughs> of course i love it it's it, i mean I don't love it as much as I loved Tulia last year, but yeah. like it's it's the same wheelhouse of just like woman screaming in Slavic language. 
Polish? Is Polish Slavic? Uh, it's got that I same like kind of white noise register of the voice, which I knew you would like. You know I love that shit. What I find interesting, uh, now that you bring up Tulia, is I, I don't remember who said this, but I agree with it, is what Tulia did was take a pop song and make it sound like a, um, like a folk song. Yeah. But what they did here is take what is essentially the lyrics of like a folk song and make it sound like a pop song. It's true. Because it... The, um, thankfully, the, the YouTube video here has subtitles on it, so you can tell what the story is here. But it, 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 is, it is the kind of like, yeah, I mean, the Nightingale, Nightingale, don't, you know, don't sing. I don't want to go home. Blackbird, don't sing. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, mo- mo- if mother finds out, it just reads very old. I went down to the grove I went to, down pick to, the flowers grove to pick for flowers for a reese. Like, okay, what? that doesn't happen. But that doesn't like, happen? People have jobs now. I love that. It reads as if it is an old, yeah, an old folk song. find it very fascinating. I, I don't know. I just find it, I, I love it. It's, it's very, it's very good. Top three. Top three. Okay, so our top three so far is Think About Things, Hurricane, this, um, uh, Italian song. Yeah. Um, th- that's it. Top four. Fuck. I have a big top three, though. Um, give it to me. What's your top three, baby? My top three includes about ten songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. so this is one of them. Um, I have about ten songs that are top three. The rest I don't care about. That's it. This year has been so... It's been such a hit or miss year yeah i think the, the i think the songs I that like, i yeah i really like yeah every other song i'm just like this is nothing to me this isn't this isn't anything which has also made it kind of a really hard year to do the podcast because a lot of songs i'm just like it's a song that sure exists that sure yeah, exists exactly. what do you want me to say about it i'm not interested like, what do you want me to say uh, top three top three um, um, so that, you know, attention, you have that. Attention is definitely up there for me. We need like a stinger, like a button we can press to be like, next song, please, this is nothing. Yeah. When we don't know what to, if, if what like jokes to say about mm-hmm. anything. But then again, like trying to find a think of jokes, if we have an easy out, then we might not even try to think of Yeah. You know, so that's... Yeah, okay, that's why we, that's why we like a music video because sometimes they'll just make a choice that we can riff on for ten minutes. Uh, sometimes we can find a tangent. Um, then again, sometimes a song is just so powerfully good, like Solo Bay, that I don't know what to say about it either. It's like, oh, I like I like that it sounds like a folk song it uh, just... lyrically. Like I love that. I like how it's kind of intimidating as well. You, uh, you love an intimidating woman. You love it. You just love to see it, you love to hear it. Yeah, this is like a really good song about like girl having a tee secret relationship yes. in the flower grove, but then it's like, I went to the flower grove. I know, yeah, it, it is it is sort of a disconnect and yet the singing style is, you know, traditional, so that works. Um it, yeah, it's like in Ukraine, you have this as a traditional singing method where you're just, like, yelling really loud. Mm-hmm. While the lyrics of this song kind of suggest a more Irish <laughs> approach to a, folk a, songs. A pastoral a, like, sort really of pastoral. setting, yeah. 
But I love it. It's, I mean, it's so good. It just kind of makes me sad again of how much Tulia was robbed. This is true. This is very true. Th- this truly makes me so sad to think about. Like, the camera kept cutting to the audience. They, they were wearing such beautiful outfits that were never on screen because they only did wide shots. I find that that is often the downfall of a good Eurovision song. is uh, Or, you know, songs that get stranded in the semifinal that need more but just leave a lot to be desired. It is camera choices. It is staging choices uh, that just don't help to sell the song, that don't highlight the strongest moments with the strongest camera angles. Um, And every song should be a story, um, but sometimes, you know, they don't nail that. As far as Ukraine goes, though, I think they usually fucking nail it. Oh, Ukraine usually does it. Um, Yeah. I don't know what's in the water there. Water. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. (laughs) Uh, I need to stay hydrated after this episode, because... Yeah, I've only been Ooh, I've just been coffee we've been drinking like coffee today days? and we are sweating. I mean, so much has happened here that's made me sweat. Um namely Maybe she did snap, you know. Maybe they all snapped. Who of these four women would you say snapped the most? I mean I mean there were I guess there were uh six women. No, yeah, six women. Hurricane total. snapped the most for sure. Yeah, which is, you know, it's not fair because there's guns. three of them. There's three there's of them. There's three of them and they had guns. They did have, they did pull their gun nudity. on us. I would, I would like them, I would not like them to lay down their armor and lay down their gun. No, pick up that gun. Well, they can lay down their armor, but keep the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what the mirrors are? Is like armor? Oh, yes. Fembot armor. Oh my God. With the gun, with the, the titty guns. Like, I would have loved to see them just. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple guns. No, like like Lady Gaga in the Alejandro video, right? She has yes! like the the I mean that's kind of a Madonna thing too, but like Yeah, just like Lady Gaga pulls out the guns. Like a mirror cone bra? Hot. Please. They could have gone it could have gone more extreme. Um we're back to talking about Hurricane and not Solove. Sorry. <laughs> Which is a shame because I think it I think it's really good. She um, did snap. I, I enjoy it very much and I'm like, yeah, I I I like listening to it every time. It's genuinely one of my favorites. But, like, how many ways are there to express that that is good and powerful? You know, like, hell yeah. I don't know how it would have done. Um, but, like, probably pretty good. I, I think it's really good. I think it's it's really good. But that's just that's just it for me. But I, I just really feel like... Like, I love this. The thing is, if this had done well, I would have gotten even matter about Tulia because I do think Tulia is better. I understand that. But like I, think, I kind of don't want this to But I think what they've well. done here performance wise and song and build wise, I think it translates better to an audience. I think I, know, I think there is something here that is more connective in some way. Though I think the the artistry and the talent of Tulia is not to be underestimated Um, and the song is i mean fire of love is great i think this is great as well i like having more than one song that is kind of comparable in eurovision you know like i um, tulia to me has joined like my tier of of eurovision songs that are just some of my favorite songs Mm -hmm. like divine by de patient like that 
that's like a a different stratosphere to me of of Eurovision songs, mm-hmm. and that it just really broke my heart that they didn't even qualify for the finals last year. And now I'm just talking about Julia. We should be talking about this song, but like that's okay. I I understand it. It was it was heartbreaking, but it's it's again the it kind of thing where like I saw it coming when I saw the performance. And that's the worst when that happens at Eurovision because it happens every year that I'm like, no, I love this, but like Dance Alone would not have qualified, you know? No, yeah, it, you're right. Dance Alone is on there love. too in my, in my list just of like... like oh, I, oh. You, you said, oh, I forgot this was a Eurovision song. I thought this was just a really good pop song. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Dance Alone is incredible. But then you see it on stage and you're just like, ooh, what, what happened? Where did the magic just get fully lost? Because it deserves to be in that Eurovision top 250 like it was. But yeah, it would never have qualified but it couldn't with the have performance with that it performance. had. Uh, it's just that. Sometimes countries do this. And it's a shame. Uh, uh, will this... Uh, will Goe be uh, joining us in 2021? Or has that not been confirmed yet? No, they should be. They should be. Yes. Okay, uh, good. They should be returning. I'm very excited to see what she brings. Uh, so as far as, as, as far as snapping goes... All four of these uh, acts will be returning in 2021. So we will be seeing Senate again, we will be seeing Samantha Tina, we will be seeing Goe, and we will be seeing Hurricane in 2021. I can't wait. Well, like, that has made me extremely excited for next year. I think all of these, I'm like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see, I'm sad that we didn't get Eurovision, I'm sad Hostel Vista didn't win like it would have, uh, I'm sad Solove didn't win like it would have, um... This is my favorite. I can say that about every song. Um, and you will never have been and wrong. I, no one will ever be able to prove me wrong when I say that Divli Vietre would have come top three. So sad that the, you know they didn't get to perform, but very happy to get another song from them that is also a Eurovision song. Um, bittersweet oh, yes. in that way, but like, I'm excited. Um, but that'll be for 2021, which is now, so perhaps soon. First, we have to make our way through the songs of 2020, and we have six. We have six left. Only two more episodes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So join us next time as we work through that penultimate batch. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. were based on the Terminator. Yeah, so they are saying Hasta La Vista, baby, because they're like the Terminator. Who said Hasta La Vista, Vista, baby? baby. So they are channeling, you know, that Arnold Schwarzenegger, but channeling it in like a feminine destroyer. Yeah, it's, they're they're literally the fembots. By the way, Terminator is like one of the best movies about motherhood. I've ever seen oh, like it's, rules. Terminator is so good. If you haven't seen Terminator, because I only saw it like two or three years ago for the first time, and I was floored with how good I thought it was. Like it's so so good. Watch Terminator. Watch Terminator. It's about pregnancy and motherhood, and like becoming a mother in a rapidly like deteriorating post-apocalyptic world. I've talked too much. Watch Terminator. It's so good. Hasta la vista, babies.